0: I think it's worth investing in when the feeling is mutual, when both parties are really excited, when, oh god, when there's like these little moments of magic. Welcome to The K-Word, where we discuss safe, fun, and intriguing ways to enter the world of kink and BDSM. This is the judge-free space to pull back that curtain and unveil your deepest desires. Learn a bit about yourself that maybe you didn't know before, and it's okay to leave with even more questions because I'm here to discuss it all. Whether you're a single curious mind, a couple, poly, looking for some guidance, there is something here for everyone. So come join me in discussing the K-Word. Hello guys, and welcome back to the K-Word. I know it's been a minute. It's always been a minute. I really need to get better about posting consistently. I'm, I'm sorry for making you guys wait however we are going to be doing a mini-sode today, and I think I'm going to start doing mini-sodes more often, guys. Um, it can be kind of difficult to find things to talk about for an entire hour, but I want to be able to be consistent with you guys, so I think that we are going to have some more mini-sodes. So today's mini-sode is going to be about contracts and Guys, you know, everyone's contract is kind of customized to their personal liking and their needs. Um, But I will say I was watching Fifty Shades of Grey. You guys know just how much I love that movie. Sarcasm. Note the sarcasm. Um, But I was watching it the other night and just watching the whole scene of con. just, oh, it made me cringe the entire time. Um, And it prompted the idea of, you know what, why don't we do an episode about it? So we are going to dive into what they are, when you need them, why you need them, what should be included in them, and all that jazz. So let's start with what they are. So if you guys are new to the kink world, a contract is usually something um, that is between two parties in a, in a dynamic. It doesn't always have to be a dom-to-sub. Um, it can literally be any type of dynamic has a contract. I find the most common ones are obviously dom-to-sub. However... As I said, any dynamic can have it. Um, I think that it's helpful for a lot of people to have it written down. Um, that's usually what a contract is. It's a, it's a written agreement between two parties going into a, a dynamic that kind of lays out the do's, the don'ts, the likes, the dislikes, um, the expectations, and all that jazz. And it can be as simple or as in-depth as, as you want it to be, but I personally feel like if you are at the point that you were going to be having a contract, it should be fairly in depth. Um, it's also not something that's completely, totally set in stone. It's something that can change as you change, as you evolve on your journey, as you and your, your partner, you know, evolve on your journey together, there are definitely things that might shift and change. So I just want to preface this by saying, whenever you're writing a contract with your partner, do not think that that is be all and end all. There is definitely room for amendments and and adjustments as time goes on. So things that should be included in your contract. Again, I will say that everyone's contract is personal to themselves. It does not need to be exactly what I am saying. This is just some guidelines that I'm going to give you based off of my own contract um, and what I find to be helpful, especially for people that are new to this world and maybe don't really know where to start. Um, I want to give you a solid baseline. So usually what I think it should start out with naming both parties. So you both, you know, your names are listed there, whether that be by your scene name or your legal name, whichever you prefer. Um, in most cases I would recommend your scene name, but again, I also feel like if you're going into a contract with someone it really shouldn't be an issue to put your legal name because you shouldn't be going into a contract with anyone that you don't trust and know very, very well. Um, So yeah, start off by listing your names. I so-and-so and and -and so-and-so agree to enter into X, Y, and Z dynamic until one said party decides they are no longer wanting to do so, yada, yada, yada. Um, That's usually what I find to be the most common opening sentence of a contract. Um, There are different, I guess you could say clauses or sections of. A contract. The Everything from you should have your hard and soft limits. Um, so I'm going to use dom and sub one because that's just what my situation is, but feel free to substitute any of the words that I'm saying with what fits your dynamic, obviously, um, but in between you should have your doms, hard limits, your hard limits, dom soft limits, sub soft limits. Um, that is... I find the best way to really avoid lack of communication. Um, And it also is a great way to start conversation, guys, as you're exploring each other, as you're exploring that journey. Um, I think it's really important to be able to have that in black and white, because I think when I also think that it's kind of neat if you're able to write these limits, soft and hard interests, all that kind of stuff separately. And the reason being is I feel like when people write down that information, when they aren't sitting right next to their partner, which you can totally do it with your partner if you feel like it. But I feel like we tend to be, you know, whether you're comfortable with someone or not, I find that people tend to kind of, oh, well, you know, maybe, maybe they won't like this. Maybe they won't. No, you want to be as completely, I cannot stress this enough, complete 110% honesty. Um, So I always find it just nice to be able to write it on your own um, and Write down truthfully what it is that you are not interested in or things that you are interested in. And when you come together to fill that part of your contract out, It's a great way to start some conversations. Obviously, you should have already had these conversations if you're at this point, but at the same time, it's a great way to spark some conversation as to maybe things that you guys want to try together, Um, maybe plan a scene for an upcoming day or a weekend um, that you're wanting to try or... Because the thing is, guys, with the amount of kinks that there are in this world, some scenes take more planning than others. So when you're able to put those hard limits and soft limits and interests down side by side it kind of gives you a good roadmap for, okay, this is something that we have in common. This is something that we're both interested in. This is how long we think it's going to take for us to plan this. So let's start on that now. If it's involving other people, let's start thinking about who we'd want to involve. If it's something that involves this particular location, being able to build your schedules around that location, um, et and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that's why I find that to be so important in a contract, obviously hard limits, soft limits, interests. Okay. So then I think you should also list the expectations of both parties. So if the dom in this situation, again, substitute the word that fits for you, um, them listing out specifically what their expectation is of their submissive. And that can be as long or, or as short as you want it to be. Um, depending on whether your dynamic is going to be 24 seven or not is really going to decide, the in-depthness and the length of what those expectations are so if you're going to be in a 24 7 dynamic for example um, the expectations can be everything from day-to-day tasks um, your demeanor around your dom how you address them um, what you're going to be doing when it's just you behind closed doors if there's going to be uh what i like to call chore tasks so meaning things that when your dom isn't around um that you're doing in your own space et cetera, et cetera. Like I said, that can be as in-depth or as simple as you'd like it to be, depending on the type of dynamic that you are going into. So I think that's also a really great way to, again, start conversation. If there's something there that maybe submissive or Dom doesn't agree with, it's the perfect time to speak up and communicate and say, hey, you know, maybe let's try this or maybe let's try that. Because the overall goal of the contract guys is to create a common ground of understanding so that way you're moving forward in this dynamic with a sense of comfort and, um, excitement and unity. You know, it's, it's supposed to be a very helpful tool to keep you guys on track and, um, have an end goal met for both of you. So same thing for the submissive, write down her expectations or his expectations and state kind of just, okay, great. This is what I'm, I'm expecting of my dom, whether that be, These are the needs that I need met. This is the overall emotion that I am wanting to feel. These are the tasks or roles that I would like said Dom to fill, um, et cetera, et cetera. So both again, listing out kind of similar to interest, but wants and expectations really helps prevent any type of miscommunication, um, for overall needs in the dynamic. Okay. So then After uh, we get into all of our, we've covered now our hard and soft limits and interests. we've covered our expectations. And then I think it's also important to talk about um, public, if you guys are going to be a 24-7 dynamic, um, public interaction. So how you guys are going to be interacting when you're around people that are not in the lifestyle, when when you're around people that are vanilla, um, family members, if you guys have kids, if you don't have kids. If you have kids and he doesn't have kids or if he has kids and you don't have kids, you know, whatever, whatever it may be, um, how you're going to navigate those situations together and uh, the ways that you're going to address each other and the ways you're going to go about that dynamic. That really only applies to if you're going to be having a 24-7 dyna- dynamic, if you're someone that's just having it in the bedroom. That part may not apply to you as much, um, but if this is going to be a full-time lifestyle thing. I would highly recommend discussing that because people don't really think about how it may come up, but it definitely does come up. And when you start to get in the muscle memory of addressing your dominant a certain way or your dynamic partner a certain way, um, it can become muscle memory. And so it's good to kind of get in the muscle memory of having other ways to address said partner so that way you're not running into awkward situations. Unless that's your thing and you get off on it, by all means, do what you got to do. But I think it's always good to discuss and make sure that everyone is on the same page just so that one of you is not left uncomfortable once those situations happen. Okay, so then I also think something that should be included is something called scene etiquette. Um, Now, usually when you hear the terminology scene etiquette, it's meant for public play spaces. However, I will say that I think it's really important to discuss your own personal scene etiquette. Um, And when I say this, guys, this isn't just a matter of how you guys play, but also how you're planning on playing with other people. If you're, if you're totally not going to be playing with other people in public spaces, great. Put that down as scene etiquette. Um, but meaning if you are wanting to play with someone else, or if you're wanting to bring someone into a scene, if you're wanting to co-top, or if your dom's wanting to co-top with someone, how you're going to go about asking each other for permission, making sure that everyone's okay with the situation. Um, and then I think the most important part of scene etiquette would be you know, or well, not most important, but definitely up there in importance is the aftercare. How you as a submissive and a dom, because a lot of people forget that doms need aftercare too, guys. Um, even though they are in the dominant role, there is still a lot of of mental um, weight that can come from doing intense scenes or anything of that nature. So I think it's really important for both parties to state what the aftercare needs are, whether that be Water whether that be being held, a blanket, whatever that may be, communicating that clearly to each other is really, really important. Um, So communicating aftercare for both parties, for doms, you know, whether that just be, hey, are you good? Um, Reassuring them that you're okay can also be a good way to ease their sense of mind. And if they're having any concerns, this is also a great time to discuss your uh, safe words, obviously, scene etiquette. You know, I pretty much consider any type of play at all, whether that be just you guys alone or whether that's in public, I consider it a scene. Um, So discussing your safe words is extremely important. Finding a communication system of, you know, I like the red, yellow, green system personally, but because I feel like you can't really mess that up. But if you want something unique to yourselves, discussing what that is and what those mean. So that way everyone is on the same page. Um, And I, I pretty much think that that's about the the chunks of what should be in a contract. So as we've covered, we said soft and hard limits and interests. We said expectations. We said scene etiquette. Those are all, and then outside of uh, lifestyle interaction. So if you're in a vanilla setting or in a public setting, how it is that you want to address one another. I think those should be the four biggest chunks that are covered in a contract, um, along with, when it comes to, I guess, the conclusion aspect of that contract, so the fifth really important chunk, Um, what happens if one of you wants to exit said dynamic? Um, Dynamics end, guys, sometimes they do. I, I hope that they never end for anybody, but they do sometimes, you know, things shift, people change, it can happen. So finding an amicable way to discuss, okay, if something occurs, what are the outlines for this dynamic to end. So you both know, okay, this is an end all for me. This is, I'm not, I won't tolerate X, Y, and Z. And you may think that's included in hard limits, but hard limits is more towards things that you will and will not do play wise. So really discussing what are, what are, you know, breaking the camel's back on the sanctity of the dynamic, um, and what would end that dynamic for you and how to go about, said either party leaving that dynamic. So all of those things, very important. I'm probably going to do a lot more in depth. I would love to do a more in depth episode on this when I have a guest to do it with, um, just because I think that contracts, I've seen them be hurtful to people because they get in contact with people that don't really let them have a say. Um, or it's like pre-typed up and they're like, okay, just tell me what you don't like. I'm like, no, it, it should be something that you're writing together. It should be a team effort um you should be able to give amendments and changes if you need them and that's going to be really really important. So definitely think about that moving forward, guys, if you are at that point in your relationship with your partner as you're going on this journey where you think that a contract is the step that you're ready to take. And again, guys, you shouldn't be going into contracts with people that you don't fully trust, you don't fully know as a person. Um it is a very serious step to take in a dynamic. So As you guys know, I tend to put a lot of of weight on this type of stuff, anything like collaring, anything of that nature. um, I do hold in a very high regard. So this is is something that I definitely consider a very big step. Um, So don't be taking it lightly. Really make sure that you're taking the time to fully understand what it is that you're agreeing to and making sure that everyone involved is comfortable. So if you found this helpful, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, guys. Um, I I like doing little mini soaps like this because it's easy to kind of just get something out to you guys, and I want to be able to connect with you guys more, so I will definitely be doing these more often, um, but I am so excited uh, to be able to start this journey with you guys. So again, if you guys have not checked out my K-word Patreon, um, I do uh, one-on-one type help for couples that are starting on their journey. And if you're single and you want help on your journey, I also give guidance there as well, um, where you guys can subscribe by tier and I can either give 15 minute or hour long conversations to help you on your journey and and guide you on your way based off of my knowledge, and uh, I will also have a lot of extra exclusive content there. So make sure that you go check that out on a Patreon. Um, you can find that on my Linktree, and I'm also writing something really exciting on YouTube as well, guys. So go check out my YouTube channel, um, which is just Kate Stenson. Again, all of that is in my Linktree. So I appreciate all of your support, all your love, and I hope you guys have a great day and wishing you well. See you next time.